You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Referral Mortgages and Blue Panda Realty, with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate in our nation's capital. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, it's the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. Welcome, welcome. If you're new here, this is how we do it. We just, uh, just go. We just go. My name's Paul. Here with Greg. I'm here with Dave. Paul Stevenson, Greg Campbell, David Warren. I'm here also <laughs> with my delicious coffee, my North Brew coffee. Hot, fresh, yeah. delicious, smooth. Hot, fresh. Crisp, dark. Hot, fresh coffee. <laughs> Where's oh. your mug, David? Welcome, welcome Where's back. Where's your mug? Welcome back. Mug is here. It's just emptied. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, uh... Happy to be here. I am one of the uh, one of the owners of Referral Mortgages in Ottawa. I'm also a mortgage agent. So is Dave. Dave uh, Dave is also an owner at Referral Mortgages. He's a mortgage agent. Greg, he's with us too. Yes. Hi, Greg. Yes. Greg is a Hi. partner. He's also a realtor over at Blue Panda Realty. You I always say correct. over at like we're sitting in the park. Like oh, he's over, over at. He's yeah. over there. He's over there. Uh, yeah. Quite a week. Quite a weekend. We were just talking about how the weekend uh, just flew by. It's October. It, did. It, it was a cozy weekend here. It was raining and it was cozy. We, uh, we purged at home, cleaned up the basement, made, made it a nice little cozy living space for the fall and winter. We're very excited about it. That I have a nice little workspace down there too. Yeah. Yeah. I had nice uh, plans yesterday. I had set up a family bonfire, you know, I was going to have everyone over, get some, you know, pulled pork going in the yard, big fire, uh, rain all weekend. So we, uh, mm-hmm. Eight inside. <laughs> uh, at least I got the, we have the space, you know, it's nice. Uh, very grateful to be able to have uh, family only in, not only in town, but able to, you know, come over, enjoy some time together. It's and uh, yeah, fall, that's what falls about. You know, you get the, the warm fire going, the, uh, the slow cooked meals. Falls also about falling in love all over again with those that you love falling in fall leaves, fall, fall in love. I don't know. Dave, how was your weekend? Wow. I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to follow that. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't, you don't, you don't know how to, you don't know how to follow that. Oh. Mm. Wow. That was wow. like a dad joke almost. Yeah. At least he's got something to fall back on or a mood boost, wow. I should say. Wow. Wow. This is just going south. Um, it was good. <laughs> I was in, uh, I was in Toronto Wednesday to yesterday for, uh, for family wedding, went to the Jays game, Jays Yankees game Wednesday night, which was great. Cool. Uh, it was nice to, uh, I'm a huge baseball fan, so it was uh, great to go to a game. Uh, yeah. And then just around Toronto and wedding on Saturday and back and came back to a flood of worlds and, uh, ready, ready to go, ready to go. Ready to go. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. I've tried to, I've tried to take a uh, Monday mornings. Uh, I bring my boys back, uh, back, uh, well, for school basically. And, uh, it's always, the drive is always, um, daunting, not because of the drive itself, but because of the email flood that I know I'm going to get. So I, I try to make a point not to look at my emails. So I've actually completed the drive and the drop off. Cause uh, otherwise that's just all you're yeah. thinking about for the next, uh, yeah. 90 minutes, you know, smart, so, smart yeah. man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so gentlemen, how's the week? How how's was the week, the week lining up? How's it shaping up, Paul? Is yeah. that what you're asking me? How's, what's going how's on in real estate? 
Let's give the people what they want. Uh, my, my week's my week's actually shaping up quite well. I've got an offer on a property today. Uh, one of the ones I spoke about last week, 93 Adeline. Mm-hmm. Let, you, let you know where that goes. Um, I've got a couple, uh, a couple new listings coming out. So for me, it's, uh, you know, business is, business is good. Got some new buyers from some, uh, old friends of mine. I got, uh, got a referral from, uh, a girl that I went to school with from, uh, I would say kindergarten all the way through till high school. She lives in Toronto. Mm-hmm. She's like, can you help my sister? And I'm like, yes, thank you very much for thinking of me. Mm-hmm. So I had a call with them yesterday. They're, uh, they're a beauty couple. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to helping them this week. And, uh, it's just nice. It's nice when business just comes from people that you've known for years, whether you keep in touch all the time or don't, but they, they see you, they watch, they watch the show. I've been told they know they're also from Beacon Hill guys. Oh, so did he. Yeah. Well, that's where, uh, that's where I grew up. BH. Right. So it's all, it's BH, BH in the house. <laughs> you know, what, what do you get? What are you going to say? Other than let's let's do this, right? We should mention that Stephen is going to be a, a local. Uh, he's going to be an honorary BHer shortly. Mm-hmm. Just, just putting it out there. All, all um, of Torep will have BH roots. Yeah, I actually spoke to a Torep uh, a listener last week. Um, he's an investor, uh, both in equities and in real estate, and a very knowledgeable guy. Loves the show. Says he listens to every episode, and. Uh, he, uh, very intelligent. Yeah. Very, it's funny when I talk to clients, I, I talked to another set of clients recently and they said they've been listening since May and I felt like they knew me, like they were, we were talking about the process yeah. and they're like, well, yeah, of course you talked about this on the show back in, back in April or May. And I was like, Oh my God, we did. You're right. We did talk about that. You already know what I'm going to say before I say it. It's like, uh, <laughs> you listen to hours of us talking. You just know we can only say so much. I mean, you know, what's I, coming. I also- I also apologize for those of you that have listened to hours and hours of us talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, don't, but... don't forget about that comment from last week, right? Oh, you guys waste all our time with the banter at the front. And then it's yeah. like, well, skip well, ahead. Time we've lost him. there. This is uh, this is our show. Yeah. This is how we do it. You can skip ahead or you can the... listen to us talk to each other. It's funny. One of the listeners actually responded to being like, there's timestamps. <laughs> just respond. Yeah. Just, just move ahead. Move forward. That was amazing. But, that but he amazing. did graciously, the, the poster did graciously uh, re- retract his comment and said, oh, well, yeah. uh, we'll do that in the future. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just just wanted you know, to be heard. Y- y- the listeners need to understand that this is kind of like, like literally, unless we're talking business, like it's very rare that we have personal time to, to talk to each other that often. So this is like us actually recapping our lives <laughs> with each other on air. It's, it's true. And it's just, it's what the show's turned into. So, you know deal with it. So I got, I got something real estate related. <laughs> Go ahead. I have one thing. That's it. Then the show's <laughs> over. Um, yeah. So I have, uh, I know we've been talking a lot about, uh, unreserved. Um, but it has been creeping into, uh, into my dealings more and more often lately. Um, both realtors and clients alike, at least in the last two weeks, I'd say at least two to three times a week, I'm getting links for postings or post. Yeah. Links for listings, um, that are seemingly within their price range. Um, but obviously we know homes are going to sell for much more than that. So there was this one specific property that a client sent me and that, you know, they were pre-approved kind of in the 500 range, 500,000. Um, and they sent, um, sent me the link and said, you know, is what would I need to do basically to get to this price point? And the, the home was listed at 575. And I looked at the photos since Stittsville, 
four bedrooms, three bath, um, you know, gym in the basement, a fully basically brand new home. And, um, we looked at some of the recent sales on the street and, uh, I think they were around 880 to a million. So I kind of, you know, it's obviously clients aren't in the market every day. So I don't expect people to know that that is the case, but it is somewhat, um, uh, misleading. Uh, well, it's extremely misleading when you, when you're listing them that low. And I understand there's a, there's an element of that auction and they're obviously just trying to get as many eyes on, on the properties as possible, but it is, I can imagine it would be, um, discouraging for buyers when they see that gets their hopes up and then they kind of have to, it's like, it just adds to the roller coaster. I, I think that that goes, that's the same as, you know, any listing that we were seeing earlier in the year, uh, and you still see them uh, sometimes, but our, you know, listings arbitrarily low in order to get more eyeballs on the more people in the door for those, you know, for auction, you can't list, they're not looking to list it at, at, at what it would go for, you know, but I think people to your point, Paul, to pe- people need to go in having done the research as well of what is realistic, um, you know, and whether they're wasting their time or not. And, and I find, you know, and I think that goes to when it's a property with a lot of eyeballs on it or a good property that people just go in thinking that they're going to get it under ask or at that asking when it, it is priced substantially lower, like, you know, needing to do that, that additional due diligence. So they don't get their hopes up. I mean, 400,000 lower. See, this is, this is the interesting thing about it is because, you know, when we started seeing it happening last year before unreserved even existed, it was, it just kind of happened slowly, Mm -hmm. you know, and you kind of assumed at a certain point after a while that it happened. And then that stopped basically. And then unreserved came along and they started it again in a different way. So where, Mm -hmm. whereas most properties that were selling over, were only selling for maybe, you know, five to 50 um, you know, when it, when it came down to summer and everything, and then unreserved came back in and they started doing, you know, what we had seen in the past. So now I think when new buyers, especially are used to what the market is now, they see that. So what, mm-hmm. to what you're saying, Davis, they see it now, but they weren't used to seeing it cause they weren't shopping before. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and, and when they were shopping before it was like predominantly stuff like that happening. So the agents could be better, you know, everyone was just more informed of an accepting of that's what it was. You know, you were shopping 50 to 150 below what the asking price is. Now it's only with unreserved listings that you're usually seeing that. So yes. And to, and to the point of that you were just making Paul with your clients, the, some new buyers I'm working with, same thing. Like, and I, and I told them, I had a call with them yesterday and I said, just when, when I send you all these new listings, just watch out for the ones that are listed by unreserved. And then they messaged me back. They're like, yeah, they're like, just like you said, this is the one we really like it. It's unreserved. And then I sent them a message saying like what the other homes on the street had sold for in the last couple of months. And they were just like, oh yeah. So, I mean, and that, that, this one I think is at seven, it's at 700 and the sales on the street are like, you know, eight fifty to nine pretty much. I mean, I guess so. the silver lining is that it does force a conversation, right? So if they are working with a real estate agent, at least you can yeah. then have that conversation with them. I, I fear the people that are shopping on their own potentially and trying to get a deal, you know, and then they're going right. to get stuck in these auctions. I watched one last week um, live and it was quite interesting. Like in the last client sent it's it to fun. me again, same thing. Client sent it to me an hour before the auction closed. He was already pre-approved. He's like, I need to get basically 20 K more. I think we can get it for three sixty. I said, okay, well, let's see what we can do. So I told him what he needed to do. He was going to get it gifted. And, uh, 
the property at that time was at 355 and it was still an hour left. And I told him, I said, I wouldn't be surprised if this sells for 370, 375. Like it's not, it's not going to stay. Like you already have 22 bids on it. You know, like there's going to be, it's mm-hmm. going to, those people are all sitting there watching their screen, waiting, just waiting to hit that button. Um, and it ended up selling for 368, I believe. Okay. Well, he wasn't too far off. No, no, but it was, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's forcing conversations. If nothing yeah. else. And I mean, and the good thing about it is, as we've said before, though, is the transparency, right? So if you want to go for it and take a shot at it, you can. And you're not as disappointed or as stressed as sitting there anxiously waiting for your realtor to get in touch with you or the selling agent to get in touch with your realtor, which, uh, as we know, a lot of the time can even be a, be a pain in the ass. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. But but I think I as mean, well, there's like going to be, I think there's a possibility too of, of, uh, of people on some of these getting a, de- getting a good deal. I mean, yeah. You know, just like before on, you know, even a realtor listed property, people knowing or expecting there's going to be multiple offers. So they don't want to get involved in that. Uh, and I've seen it regularly and I have tons of clients like that, that they have no interest. And I'm sure Greg, you've had it all the time where people are interested in a property, but they don't want to put an offer on it because they know that offers are being held or that there is going to be multiple offers and they're just not interested. Mm-hmm. So I think for unreserved or other, you know, if any other auctions come up that I'm sure there'll be a subset of people that have zero interest in getting involved with that or don't understand the process or aren't comfortable with it. And so, you know, that will dilute the buying the buyers a little yeah. bit. Um, and when there's more product on the market as well, it's going to be less eyeballs on those unreserved listings. So it's still possible that, you know, even for that place listed at 575, comps might be at 850, but they still might get it at 750, um, which is a, you know, a great, a great deal. Right. Um, they can't, Good they point. can't retract right? like unreserved, like it's, it's a firm sale. It's not, they're not. Well, yeah, not it's, it's a firm, it's a firm sale. Like, I mean, as long as the person submits their paperwork, once they get the offer done. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. they can't retract, right? Like I know you've had it where you've put an offers on places at list price and they, and the, and the sellers are like, well, actually, you know what? That's not what we we're hoping to get. So we're not going right. to sell it now. I think you mentioned last show. Yeah, no. And they have a, they have a guaranteed price or something, um, yeah. on their sales to the, to the homeowners as well. Um, yeah. I mean, I know it's, 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 it's evolving. I mean, just like yeah. the business, our business is like this year is evolving. So it's, you know, it's, it's around, it'll always be here. And who knows what the next six months is going to bring. <laughs> There's so yeah, much going on in sure. the world. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here in the next six months. Yeah, but we're still going to be yeah, selling homes, months. right guys? We're still going to be in the business, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, the, the robots let's, haven't let's taken over yet. Plan. Yeah. That's the hope in the plan. <laughs> well, uh, by, by your, uh, doom and gloom, uh, prior to the show, who knows? <laughs> Lots going on in the world. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's touch on Evergrande quickly. Cause I know there was uh we had that conversation. Was it last week, two weeks ago? Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a lot of people that, that had to chime in on that. And that's actually the, the gentleman that reached out to me that listened to the show. He was very intrigued to discuss uh, Evergrande. So what's the, what's the latest Greg, just uh, let, uh, let everyone know kind of where, where that stands or what you, uh, what you know what of I it know. since we last, what week. I know. Um, I know a little bit. The The latest is that it looks like the default will happen. They've been liquidating assets to local governments um, to pay back debt, um, pay back what, what they call the coupon, the uh, the interest on these loans of, you know, they have, I, I think I saw some list of the loans they have 
you know, it's like, you know, 43 million, 33 million, like they're defaulting, defaulting. Um, but the, the key here is that, you know, and we talked about it a bit last week is they employ so many people worldwide and there's a lot of big companies that invest in this. Um, you know, I heard through the grapevine, I have not verified this. Um, but I heard, you know, RBC is a big investor in, in, uh, in Evergrande. So, you know, that means that they're also losing in this, you know, I, I know there's some people looking to come in and buy the company cheap from what I understand. Um, I don't know whether that'll happen or not, but there's no way that, uh, everyone's going to get their money back. And, uh, of course the first to lose will be the, uh, the people, the, the little people who've invested their life savings with these guys. But, you know, bottom line is this company controls also a lot of the tech and a lot of the electrical going on. Well, they don't control. They have divisions that have shut down and China's shutting down a lot of this stuff because of what's happening. So Tesla's shut down over there. Um, and I know the plants that make chips for cars are shut down over there. So uh, you know, one of the big ones, apparently Cadillac is stopping production on their on their vehicles because they can't get the tech from China that they've been getting. Mm hmm through through everything going on over there like evergrande and and other other issues in china so and, and we'll see what's up you know and people again it's like you know oh what does that have to do with us well you know between that the fuel crisis going on in the uk uh and everything else i mean like i said last time canada we're the last to get it so it's just a matter of paying attention and you've also got them talking about a, a major uh crash in the uh in the u.s just because of overspending can't keep printing money and expect uh, things to just be happy and rosy all the time, right? I, th I think so, the comment they just made there uh, is important because I know there was a couple comments from listeners from last episode just saying, well, kind of, you know, in summary, you know, that's, you know, how does that affect us? Or, right. you know, who cares that in China? And, and you kind of made the, the, the quip and joke that, you know, a year and a half ago, we all, something else came out of China that we didn't, you know, think right. was going to affect us. Um, but, but really, you know, with China being one of the largest, uh, economies in the world, they supply Second goods around the world. They are the ones that fund, um, the world bank, a lot of, you know, a lot of the funds that other countries borrow, Canada borrows from them, us, you know, other, other major countries. Uh, so if they're, if, you know, and they have a high percentage of their GDP is based on real estate. So if that if they have a huge crash, they will, all of their, you know, and their banks start crumbling a bit because of the money they've lent out. Well then so do, like you said, RBC and Goldman in the States and some of these others are investors and that ripples there. Uh, you also then lose foreign investment because those people, like you said, the little, the people in China aren't then able to buy property or, or invest in companies or invest in or buy product around the world. So it'll be Stops. a huge, it'll be a massive ripple effect. Um, yeah. you know, so hopefully, hopefully they can, uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. And then that's some of the stop gaps and they're able to catch it, you know, early enough, um, in the background that's that, that doesn't happen, but certainly something that, that will, you know, as this progresses over the coming weeks, will be telling of what, you know, yeah. what goes on in the markets around the world. I know. And I mean, kind and of, with uh, the supply I'm debating chains, whether to sell everything in the market right now myself. <laughs> well, and, and that's, and that's something like I, I was watching something else today. Why the last couple of days, like they've been saying, you know, the safest bets right now is gold, silver, and Bitcoin. 
Like I had some guys that I know who invest are like, I'm pulling out everything. I'm putting it all in gold, silver, and Bitcoin. I was like, really? They're like, yep. Yeah. I've been doing this for 20 years. And I was like, wow. I'm like, that's a pretty bold statement. I mean, whether, you know, hmm. obviously they have experience, but I'm, and I'm just saying that I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm not an expert by any means. And the other thing going on is, is the supply shortages, right? Like all the ports all around the world, every single port is flooded with ships that aren't gain, don't have access to deliver and receive goods because of, you know, pandemic based stuff, fuel, whatever else. Again, not, not, not an expert. I advise everyone to just take some time and research it a little bit because uh, there's a lot of things going on globally. And as we know, our whole international economy is much closer than it's ever been. Um, and the way we work and the way we communicate. So you got to pay attention. And uh, again, I don't think anything's going to affect our real estate directly in Canada for a while, no matter what happens. But, you know, it's just something to pay attention to and, and be aware of. You mean yeah, negatively the, affect? Negatively affect. Negatively affect. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. affect in, yeah. Yeah, it would in any manner. Effect, obviously. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the interesting I mean, you're saying about the ports. Um, just as a sidebar on the you know, you know you're talking about shipping. Uh, I was buying, you know, I moved recently. Bought was out at a furniture store last week to buy a new couch, and uh, and we're there on the Saturday. And he said, "Let me know if you are if you do want to buy it. You should tell me by tomorrow." And he's like, "It's not, you know, he's not commissioned at all." He's like, "I don't." I'm not trying to uh, like pressure you, but, but I do know Monday, our prices are increasing on all couches because of the cost of shipping containers See? went from 5,000 to 20,000. And so, right. you know, and that's what, where, you know, where furniture, whether it be coming from, you know, North America or overseas or, or pieces from overseas, but shipping, shipping containers are in such high demand that they typically would trade at, uh, at five grand and less. Uh, a shipping container and he said that they've increased to 20 and that that alone That's is driving insane. the increase in like in furniture along with these added new tariffs and things like that but um yeah that Lumber, was just last like, you know that was just things. last week yeah everything's going up the cost of meat is up yeah you know there's uh yeah. anyways it's it's interesting time i think a lot of people are gonna i'll use the term hunker hunker down this fall and winter uh, yeah. uh, might decrease, might decrease their spending a little bit. What does that mean for the real estate market? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, now Greg, what, now could they hunker down in a couple new, new properties? Oh, <laughs> could they ever, <laughs> could they ever hunker down in a couple of new properties? Let me tell you. Should we, uh, should we roll into everyone's gotta, favorite segment <laughs> in the show? I got a, I got a couple right here. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to, oh my goodness, excuse me, I'm not ready. Welcome to the Stone Abbey Residences, a truly exclusive condominium of only 19 suites located on a quiet residential street in Old Ottawa South. Suite 401 offers a gigantic west-facing 1,145 square foot terrace and well-thought-out 1,800 square foot, 1,800 square foot interior space with two bedrooms and a den. Floor-to-ceiling windows in the southwest-facing unit allows for stunning natural light. Enjoy views of the Rideau Canal from your living room as you chill by the gas fireplace. 
place. Primary Bedroom offers a large walk-in closet, ensuite with soaker tub, double vanity, and a walk-in shower. Situated near Lansdowne Park, this is your opportunity to access one of Ottawa's best locations, moments away from countless shops and restaurants. Underground parking and indoor bicycle storage included, locker available for purchase. Please note that the interior renderings are of a different layout. There is still time to pick your finishes. Condo fees are $11.45 a month and include common area expenses, water, natural gas, heating and air conditioning, geothermal, snow removal, landscaping maintenance, exterior windows, recycling, and reserve fund contribution. There's two BB stations as well. Yours today for, uh, how much is that one? <laughs> a lot, a lot. We'll get an auction oh, going. That's, um, that's hilarious, actually. So that hasn't uh, been we, built yet? Yeah, that's the one. 2.2 million. Uh, that's the, that's the biggest penthouse, uh, in the building from what I understand. It's, uh, it's significant. They've sold, they've sold quite a few units in there. I'm trying to picture so, uh, what, what street is nice looking project. It, it's, it's right at the corner. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, uh, I, I don't think I delivered that as well as I could. The, uh, the address is right on the corner of Elmer and, um, Elmer and bank street where the church is. Mm. So that's coming up. Uh, oh yeah. So church is coming down. Yeah. That's coming in hot. They built it. They know it's staying. They're building on it. Yeah. Interesting. They, um, they've sold many units, uh, but there's a couple of the, of the big ones are left. Like just that's on the, yeah, the opposite parts, side of yeah. that Bank Street Bridge. So that's like uh, near Darcy's or whatever. The, Lo- uh, the locations, the yeah, locations. Yeah, that's amazing. great. Yeah, they're they're great. They're great. It's uh, it's windmill, so it's all uh, it's all green. All right. Very, what we got very next? well done. Uh, what do we got Number next? Two. Number two, we got a little video to a little intro from uh, Mr. Anthony Donnelly. Hey everyone, it's Anthony Donnelly from the Donnelly team here in beautiful Falling Brook, Orleans. Yes, it's one of our favorites. It's safe, it's family oriented, it's close to all the schools, groceries. We have a single family home here, 746 Farm Brook. This is perfect for anyone looking to move right into a home ready to go. I hope you enjoy this tour. All right, everybody, brought to you by Anthony Donnelly, Donnelly of Blue Panda Realty. So many updates in this single-family home in the wonderful neighborhood of Fallingbrook, Orleans. This home offers a very functional layout with three plus one bathrooms and 2.5 baths. The homeowners have put a lot of love and energy into the home over the years, and it shows. The home has been freshly painted, has hardwood and tile throughout the main level, and new carpets upstairs and in the basement 2020. The main floor has a large accommodating entrance that opens into the dining room and living room. At the rear of the home, the upper updated kitchen flows into the family room and looks out onto the private backyard front park front porch backyard deck and driveway plus interlock are new this year the second floor offers a large primary bedroom with fully renovated ensuite 2021 and walk-in closet with two additional spacious bedrooms plus second fully updated bathroom this year again as well fully finished basement painted in 2020 offers extra playroom bedroom and laundry space time to book your tour today I made it. And that's, that's 746 it. Farmbrook. Brought to you by that's a nice looking home. Panda Realty. What's that listed? It is at? nice. That one's listed at 725. Yeah, I guess I gotta get better at this, eh? It looks missed uh, a couple notes there. It looked like it had more space than what I was expecting from the exterior. Like it just felt like it kept going. I know. They I mean they just put a lot of a lot of time and energy into that too. It's nice. I drove by it the other day. Yeah. So, um, right. yeah, well, you know, I, I'm enjoying doing these videos. I learned something today. I have to work on a bit. It, I did it a little bit different than last time. So, uh, next week I'll be even better by we'll week four, we'll tighten them up. People. By week four, I'll have it locked in. And then 
you know, then I'll just be doing four a day. <laughs> people are just going to, people are just going to pay me to go live stream their listing. That's the goal, right? And all listeners will mean. cancel watch it listening to Torup. Yeah. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> please, please make yeah. Greg stop this yeah. madness. Yeah. If, uh, if anyone is listening, if anyone's listening, uh, no, if you're listening right now and there's uh, any segments you want us to throw in there, anything you want to see, haven't seen or that we did once, haven't done since, uh, we're very, uh, very fluid. We're more than welcome to uh, change things up, give you what you want, talk about what you need. Uh, now, one, one thing to uh, touch on before we, uh, we call the show, but uh, I know we were talking about before, uh, those of you that are maybe on the fence or actively shopping um, or you're a realtor or a mortgage broker, uh, rates, fixed rates went up uh, this past week. Um, fixed rates are tied to a publicly traded bond, Canadian mortgage bond. Uh, and it spiked heavily last week. So, so did the five-year fix, sort of the fixed rates, your variable rates are where they're at and actually went the opposite direction. So definitely worthwhile looking at variable, but if you haven't gotten pre-approved or haven't locked in a rate, certainly speak to, uh, your local mortgage professional to get that, uh, get that done before they, uh, climb any higher. Um, and you can lock in rates for, for up to 120 days or four months. That's we're looking uh, at, yeah, we're looking at almost, uh, in most cases, a three quarter percent spread again between variable and fixed, which historically that's a prime time to be hopping on the variable train. Mm-hmm. I'm always a fan of variable, but when there's that much of a spread, you got a lot of, uh, a lot of buffer there to get interest savings. That's the fear, right? Everyone, you get the variable. Well, what if my payments change and our budget fluctuates and so on. People like to kind of set it and forget it. Um, my advice to clients typically is that if you're debating between fixed and variable, take the variable, but set your payment as if it was the fixed payment. So if your fixed payment's going to be two grand, but you take variable might be 1700, we'll still pay two grand so that if rates do go up, you're kind of already paying over and above what would you, what you would normally be paying. And that extra $300 is going to the principal balance every month instead of just paying the bank their interest. So that's great. Instead advice. of you getting the savings, you're actually investing the savings back into the property. Uh, and then that way, if rates do go up, you're already kind of anticipating that increased payment. So there's no surprises down the road, but you're still getting all the savings. That's Fun great. Fact. Advice. Fun fact. Boom. I think, uh, I think we also need to toot our own horn here substantially today. Uh, last, last month, everybody, uh, we, uh, we had an official 1140 downloads of our podcast. That's that's for September. That's the biggest number by far that we've hit, and uh, we want to thank you all for that, for listening. That's a lot of listeners, and that's not just streams. That's not streams no. or uh, or or you know YouTube listens. That's people downloading episodes, which is great. Yeah, that's how many people actually have it probably automatically coming. So I I hope that that number just goes up exponentially. Last year, yeah. in comparison, uh, it was six. <laughs> Six, six, six downloads, downloads at the same time last year. Eleven hundred. Gotta tell you, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if you are listening, yeah, your support is uh, is very much appreciated. And if you aren't subscribed, then uh, that does it definitely does go a long way in in uh, helping numbers. What's weird, and and I mean, I don't know if people know this, but Apple and Spotify both don't disclose how many subscribers you have, how many actual listens you have. The only thing they will give you as far as public info, unless I'm wrong. And please tell us if I'm wrong. Um, 
is the amount of downloads. That's the only metric that we can actually go by, by how many listeners there are. So if you are listening, uh, do us a favor, just subscribe so that we can actually, uh, see those downloads uh, happening and we can, uh, continue to feel like we're actually doing something positive here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bringing, um, bringing you the goods. And, uh, another plug for myself again, I think I need to do a little outro ad, uh, on this show <laughs> starting next week. Uh, my other channel, Greg, uh, real estate reality with Greg Campbell is, uh, is, uh, moving along. I've got about four videos, five videos up there now, I think. So if you want to check that out, it's, uh, just little tips for buyers, sellers, and, uh, agents alike. Uh, and it's fun. I have fun. I got some cool beats, you know, of course obviously always and i'm pretty excited for uh pretty excited for the rest of this week to uh to get into uh the business stuff for just another second we actually have a uh, our first kind of referral mortgages um professional mortgage conference uh with our staff and staff and agents uh it's gonna be a lot of fun we got a lot of speakers coming some business coaches some social media experts on how to advertise their business and then we have some of our lenders coming in to uh take a deeper dive into their products and such. I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be nice to kind of get everyone together cool. again in person and have an actual, you know, symposium of, of, uh, of types, you know, get everyone. And what's going on with the, uh, what's going on with the Academy Academy sold out. So I don't know, I guess my not, must not have said this last week, but we, uh, we opened the first week or first training, which is four weeks, 15 slots, uh, sold out in five hours. So instantly filled up. And then the second one, I think we have uh, six seats available left, and that starts in November. So That's for amazing. anyone listening, if you're a mortgage agent, uh, this is open to all mortgage agents. Um, so we are, uh, it's free too. So we're just kind of taking a deeper dive into what to expect as a newer, new or newer mortgage agent. And uh, we kind of start at the top and work all our way down just so that you can, you know, hit the ground running when you start your career instead of uh, jumping in with no paddles. And, I have a question not- about that. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. No, I was just going to say to, uh, to, to, um, what kind of carry on Paul, but, uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. You don't need to be a part of any specific brokerage. It doesn't matter what network you're with, what brokerage you're with. It's just, uh, we are coordinating and bringing in speakers, uh, just to better the industry. So, uh, if you're with any other brokerage, you can still sign up and register and, uh, do some additional learning. And my question is for the first 15 that, uh, signed on where did those mostly come from Were so we had a few that avenues that, that knew you through people or was it just random nope. don't know any of them <clears throat> awesome yeah yeah a couple groups on facebook for like kind of dedicated to newer agents and so on so um discussed it with uh with the powers that be and just kind of explain what we're doing and what we're hoping to uh to offer to to people into the industry and they were they were very supportive and you know thanks to them as well for letting us kind of uh you know, talk about the, the Academy on those channels. Cause that definitely made a big difference. And really, I mean, that's what they're there for. Those people are there to find resources, to gather further information, to better their career. And that's what we're hoping to offer. So it, it worked out really well, but uh, yeah, looking forward to that. It starts October 20th, first week. And uh, our conference is Thursday. So that'll be, uh, we'll have some feedback on that next week, but uh, yeah, looking forward. It should be a good week. Should be a good week. Cool. Well, all right. We roll into the mood boost boosted. We're ready. We got three today. We got three. Gentlemen, number one is what should you do? Genuine question. What should you do if you're carried out to sea on an iceberg? Just keep it cool until you're rescued. 
<laughs> I love that. Number two. Uh, why did the deer need braces? He had buck teeth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Buck teeth. Mm. Mm. And number three, what do you get when you have a cat that eats lemons? <laughs> you get a sour puss. Oh my goodness. You get a sour puss. Oh my goodness. We'll keep it PG. Uh, so everyone, welcome to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't listened before, this was a fun one. Um, funny enough, actually, the clients that did reach out, uh, the the ones that I was talking to that were referencing the show, they actually referred to it as Toe Rap, which I thought was amazing. I'm like, oh, we listened to Toe Rap and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's great. Love it. Um, keep an eye out. We got some great referral swag, too, hitting the streets this week. We're giving it out at the uh, the conference. So if you, if you spot hey. a referral swag bag, uh, let us know. Take a picture, tag us. What's up, Greg? No, I was gonna. I was letting you continue. I was just making hand motions because I wanted to say something else. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so we've got the we've got the blue panda coffee. Oh yeah, we've got uh, two two brews. We've got brew brew panda, and we've got the espresso blend, which is called above asking. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Paul, I know we kind of briefly discussed that we should do some type of campaign with our listeners, and uh, it's a go. So I'm picking up coffee today, and uh, I think we, you know, we should uh, hash out a plan, uh, a fun plan for our listeners to uh, get some free, uh, you know, some free swag and uh, some coffee, some coffee from North Brew Coffee Blue Panda. What do you think? That sounds amazing. Yeah, let's do it. It's time for how us you, to get how social. How do you want to do it? Next level. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Figure it let's out. Let's get social. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, should we wrap it up, gentlemen? We should. I think it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> so this, uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening, it's probably Tuesday or Wednesday. And, uh, you know, we love you. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. It's the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. If you want to chat real estate, you're thinking about buying a home, you want to get pre-approved, talk to us. We're here. We We're ready. Help. All right. Uh, thanks, as always, to North Brew, northbrew.ca. Promo code podcast. Get 20% off your coffee. Talk to us. Greg's got the uh, Blue Panda Brew. We'll hook you up. Get your toe rep mug. Be official. An official an official listener. All right, guys. We'll All see right. you next week. See ya. Cheers. Cheers. The Ottawa Real Estate Podcast is brought to you by Referral Mortgages, Blue Panda Realty, and Stephen Hopkins Video. Thanks for tuning in and please remember to like, comment, share, and most importantly, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you.